0: Welcome to The Swolistic Show. I'm your host, Jesse Lockhart, a realtor turned holistic fitness coach and personal trainer. I transformed my mind, my body, and my business in two years by combining holistic-based practices with strength training. And now I'm here to help you do the same thing. Get ready to hear inspirational stories and actionable advice to start living your own Swolistic life. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to The Swillistick Show, my friend. I am so happy that you're joining me here on the show today. I just wanted to get really personal with you in today's episode and talk about my journey with anxiety. And before we get into my story... I felt like it was appropriate to define anxiety and then share some statistics with you about anxiety. So first, let's define it. Anxiety is defined as a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. It's the body's way of telling us that something isn't right But if it becomes overwhelming and persistent, if it interferes with regular daily activities or even makes them impossible, it may be an anxiety disorder. So here are some some facts about anxiety that I found online. Anxiety disorders are the most common mental disorders in the United States. Over 40 million adults experience an anxiety disorder each year, 40 million. Holy shit. (laughs) And according to the WHO, the World Health Organization, one in 13 people around the world suffer from anxiety, but only one third of those suffering actually receive treatment. Now, I don't know what they mean by treatment, but I assume maybe some type of prescription. I don't know. I don't know exactly how they track that. But anyway, Anxiety has really been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. There have definitely been phases of my life where I felt like it was all consuming, like I couldn't escape from it. It was just waking up every single day with anxiety, going to bed every single night with anxiety, and that was honestly how I felt for the majority of 2022. And I feel like I have improved so much. If I look back on certain parts of last year, I do not feel the same way. I feel so much better and so much more in control of my anxiety at this point. Now, anxiety manifests in so many different forms in each person. For me, it manifests through irrational fears and thoughts. An overwhelming sense of worry for honestly what feels like no reason, as well as insecurity in relationships. So, when I was young, I remember being terrified of bedtime. I hated being alone in my room, in the dark, trying to fall asleep, and I especially dreaded bedtime during a storm because I was terrified of thunder, lightning, and wind. Like, I was convinced that lightning would strike one of the fields or large trees by our house and start a fire, which that did happen to me while I lived in Wyoming one summer, but I mean, maybe I manifested that, I don't know. The story behind that, because I feel like I can't drop that and then not share the story with you guys, but the story behind this experience was I worked on a guest ranch during two summers uh, 2013 and 2014 in Wyoming. Now, what happened was I was on a pack trip, so they call them pack trips. The guests come, they stay for a week, there's cowboys there, there's the other staff there. I was part of the other staff. This was before I was really in, like, really into horses, but they would usually send one cowboy and one other, like, female staff member on the pack trip, to just help with setup, takedown, etc. and you would go with guests. And so we had two guests, a mother and a daughter, who went on this pack trip. And we were on our way back. We were riding back to the ranch, and the camp is like a three-hour ride away from the ranch. And so, you know, we're getting closer to the ranch, but as we're getting closer to the ranch, we're riding right into a storm. And I started counting, you know, between the lightning flashes and the thunder, and it kept getting closer and closer until the freaking next thing that I knew, out of my right peripheral vision, I, like, see a flash and immediately, like, hear a crack. It was like, it was almost like I heard the crack of thunder before I saw the flash of light. That's how close it was. But lightning had struck a tree probably... 50 yards away from the trail. And this happened. I turn, I look at the tree. It is like engulfed in flames. And I was like immediately in flight mode, right? Like I'm riding a horse and I'm like ready to whip this sucker and like freaking haul ass back to the ranch because I'm like, oh my god, like we're literally in the forest. We are literally in the forest and we are going to be in a forest fire. Like all of my worst nightmares came true. (laughs) Thankfully, not, like, there wasn't a massive forest fire or anything, and the cowboy that was with us, he was, you know, able to maintain a lot more calmness than me, but we just kept riding, you know, walking. We didn't trot or anything. We were just walking the horses back to the ranch after it had happened. Luckily, none of us had fallen off, but yeah, so... I, to this day, as an almost 30-year-old woman, am still afraid of lightning and thunder, but I feel like it's warranted because of this experience. So there you have it. That's the story. Now, after my parents divorced, when I was 10 years old, I moved in with my mom, and another fear that came up for me was I was scared of, like, getting kidnapped or someone was someone trying to break into our home. I mean, I guess I watched too many CSI episodes, which was like a show that I was into at that time. I don't know. But this was also not long after Elizabeth Smart, which I don't know if you guys remember when that happened. She was a Utah girl, but she was kidnapped from her home in Salt Lake City. She was eventually found and, you know, everything like that. She has this, you know, whole story behind her. But I lived in Utah at the time, about an hour and a half north of Salt Lake City. And so for something to happen like that so close to home, you know, was kind of a, a big deal. And I just remember as a kid, it was in the news everywhere, right? But one of the only things that really got me through that particular anxiety was knowing that we had a dog in the house that would bark if someone broke in. So that was kind of my saving grace there. And honestly, it sounds silly to sit here and talk about those things because they do feel very irrational. And I don't know, maybe I just wasn't validated as a child. Maybe those fears were just never like validated and it was just like, well, you shouldn't be afraid of that. There's no reason to be afraid of that. Like, I feel like trying to logically explain why you shouldn't feel anxiety about something is like the worst possible way to handle it because it's almost like I'm at war with myself. I have my logical brain and I have my anxious brain. My logical brain knows that, you know, lightning striking, starting a fire, you know, someone breaking into the house is, like, very, very rare. It could still happen, but it's still very rare that it actually would. But my anxious brain doesn't comprehend that. And so, if you are someone who does not deal with anxiety and you're listening to this right now, please don't try to logic your way around someone with anxiety. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of you out there can logically be talked off the cliff, but for me, I can't. I have to go about managing my anxiety in a different way. It's kind of the same thing with flying, which I'll talk about in a minute, but like someone can explain to me that turbulence while it's happening is just air changes, right? Or whatever the, lo- the logical explanation is. Someone could say that while we're experiencing turbulence. But my anxiety brain is in control at that moment, and I have to figure out how to get my logical brain back into control. So anyway, my fears, they they sound irrational, but I was 100% convinced as a, as a child that they were going to happen. And eventually, I, I remember I shared my struggles with my mom. She took me to our family doctor who officially diagnosed me with anxiety disorder and then prescribed medication to treat it. Now, I don't remember how long I took that medication for, but I mean, it's easily been 15 plus years since I've taken any meds for my anxiety, and I prefer it that way. As you guys know, like, I'm all about holistic health and natural remedies, and I totally believe, and I will share some of them with you here in a minute, but I totally believe that anxiety can be well-managed through natural remedies and nutrition and things like that anyway some other fears and anxieties that i have include flying like i just talked about as well as driving in like really really bad weather like snow or monsoon rains especially in the dark Uh uh-uh get out of here i am not driving (laughs) in a blizzard in the dark that's not happening that's just like, yeah, I won't even touch that. So just in case you are someone else who struggles with that, I'm here too. Now, I mean, when it comes to actually managing my anxiety, I don't feel like I have like a surefire way to prevent it from happening. But I have truly learned so much on my holistic health journey that, you know, I've been able to implement, and it has made a big difference. So There are, first off, a couple of books that I recommend you read if you struggle with anxiety and want to learn how to better manage it. The first one is The Anatomy of Anxiety, which is by Dr. Ellen Vora. And the other is Badass Ways to End Anxiety and Stop Panic Attacks. But I will link both of these books in the show notes below for you. You can find them on Amazon. The Badass Ways to End Anxiety and Stop Panic Attacks was a very tactical book. Like he gives you actual like exercises, things to do, things to think about to actually interrupt uh, anxiety and like he mentions stop panic attacks. So I I really loved that book. I felt very empowered after I read that book. So again, both of those are very very highly recommended for me. Um the Anatomy of Anxiety, she does go into, like, kind of the more, like, root cause of anxiety, things like nutrition imbalance in the body, things like that. So, again, both really, really good books. I also highly recommend following Anna, the Anxiety Coach, on Instagram. She provides a lot of free resources and knowledge on her platform. I have saved many of her videos to help combat my own anxiety. And one of my newest friends and partners, Liz, is also a stress and anxiety coach. I highly recommend that you follow her Instagram. She helps her clients heal from, you know, stress and anxiety using nervous system regulation. So, highly recommend following both of them, which, again, I will link both of their Instagrams below in the show notes. In addition to those resources, I truly believe that our nutrition plays a huge role in managing anxiety. Our gut and our brain are directly connected, so any gut dysfunction that we experience also affects our brain and our mental state. So removing inflammatory foods from my personal consumption, like gluten and dairy, has had a huge impact on my anxiety journey. Now, I'm not suggesting that everyone go remove gluten and dairy from their diets. I highly recommend that you get individual testing done to determine what foods your body needs a break from in order to heal. For me, those foods are gluten and dairy. So, but again, removing another inflammatory food is sugar. So, really trying to scale down on the type of sugar that I'm consuming, uh, you know, very little added sugar. Natural sugars in like fruits and different things like that is fine, but like added sugar cookies, you know, soda, cake, all of that stuff, just trying to limit that as much as possible. I also aim to get in movement whenever I can, just to get out of my mind and into my body. I have felt that for me, getting into my body is a great way to help combat my anxiety. So when I am feeling anxious, I'll get up and start walking around the house as a way to just get up, get out of my mind, and get into my body. This also looks like, of course, going to the gym, just getting steps in, maybe like dancing around my kitchen, or even just stepping outside and walking around my pool deck in my backyard. Also, I really like adequate and safe Sun exposure, plenty of water, breaks from social media, like over a course of a couple days. I do participate in talk therapy with my therapist, Uh, some box breathing, which, if you don't know what box breathing is, it's where you breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and you repeat that as many times as you need until you feel like your nervous system is regulated. So, I do really like box breathing. That has helped me so much when I'm in, like, the height of anxiety and I need to regulate myself. I also love playing with my dogs, emotionally connecting with my husband, and honestly, a good old-fashioned disconnect with my favorite TV shows. (laughs) Those are just some of the other ways I like to manage my own anxiety And I really don't think that there's one right way to manage anxiety because it all shows up for us differently and we're all going to have different things that work for us. So there you have it. That is kind of the Cliff Notes version of my journey with anxiety and some ways that I manage it. I hope that you found this episode helpful, even if the biggest takeaway that you had was knowing that you are not alone when it comes to dealing with your anxiety. My DMs are always open if you need someone to talk to who is just honestly going to get it and understand. So thank you guys so much for joining me here today. Always remember, you deserve to make yourself a priority and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave us a rating or review to help others find the show. To learn more about working with me or joining the Soulistic community, head over to my Instagram at Miss Lockhart, where you'll find my programs and pricing in the highlight bubbles. I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll chat with you next week.